All right, so today we're talking about the 10 golden rules of becoming a millionaire. <laughs> and like uh, <laughs> it's kind of a funny title. It is. And There's golden rules to becoming a millionaire. I don't, I don't, I'm excited to see what's on this list. Yeah. <laughs> and so this comes out of a article that I found that is just really good. Mm -hmm. It just got a lot of good nuggets in here. So I thought we could just, Great. yeah, just kind of go through one by one and just chat about each of them. Mm -hmm. But I do want to say, because I know that anytime we talk about this, there's always people who are like, uh, thinking the wrong thing about our motivations with a title like this or whatever. Right. And if you've been around, if you've read our book, if whatever, you've been around the community, you probably know this about us, but our motivation is not to just um, build up our barns and say we don't need God anymore, Phil, you know, as right. that one verse talks about. Um, but our purpose behind uh, building wealth, our purpose behind making money, earning money is... 100% to glorify God and mm -hmm. to use that to fund and advance the kingdom. Yeah. Like, and I, you know, just being honest, I was not always in this position. God had to do a good amount of hard work on me. Well, and I think if we're being honest, this is not something that you completely arrive at ever. I think that... Oh, yeah. It's always a journey. The, the way... Yeah, one of the things that I feel like the Lord has done in our lives it has, is has taken us on a journey of... Okay, well, what are you going to do now? How are you going to respond to this situation? How are yep. you going? What are you going to do with this? What are you, you know? And, I mean, I can see the fruit of that has burned out a lot of that desire to just really become a millionaire. <laughs> yeah. Um, because I want certain things. Yeah. Which is interesting. I think that if you're on a journey with the Lord and you are allowing your heart to just be molded by him and continue to like move forward with purify the Lord. your motives yeah. and yeah all that then stuff. I think that he will do that but I, I also think it's easy to fall right back into the trap of yeah just wanting money to have money because it's, yeah. it's, it's a little bit more fun <laughs> yeah so I was talking to somebody I mean just kind of what you were just commenting on um recently mm -hmm. and I was telling him that in our journey, and I feel like I've seen this with a lot of people who uh, have some significant means or have had some or something like that, mm -hmm. who are believers and solid walking with the Lord, uh, what I've noticed is that God like always gives some of these tests. And so one of them, I think, is, all right, what if I give you more money than you're used to? Like, how are you going to handle that? What happens? That? Right. How is your heart going to respond? Mm -hmm. And then the next one that I've seen happen so often after that is, all right, now what if I take it away? <laughs> How are you going to do? And it's really interesting yeah. um, because some people cannot handle that. And one of the things we've always prayed uh, is I've just been this thing that Paul talks about in uh, Philippians 4 where he said, I've learned the secret of being content mm. and I know how to live in humble means and I know how to live in the king's palace. Right. And in that thing that he talked about that that secret of being content i've always just been fascinated with it and and i've prayed that i'm like god i want to be someone who can abase and abound and just roll with whatever right. is going on financially mm -hmm. and uh i think we've been on quite a roller coaster and when coaster. you pray that <laughs> <laughs> when you pray that god answers and the way that you learn that is mm -hmm. through it's through walking through through some stuff yeah and, and i think we we have been through a good amount, which I think gives us a little bit of, um, yeah, more to talk about, yeah. I think. Yeah. Because it hasn't been an easy ride the whole time. Yeah. 
And every time we walk through something, I think a little bit more of our heart gets revealed to our, to us. Yeah, but like I on see the a little other... bit more of what the Lord sees, and I'm like, oh, whoops, I didn't know that was there. <laughs> but on the other side up, of you know? it, like it's, I feel like personally right now, like healthier than I've ever felt mm -hmm. in terms of all of this, in terms of being free from the love of money, free from the deceitfulness of riches, being yeah. in a content place where, yeah, like I just, I feel like in the healthiest spot and that I've ever been. And I'm sure I, you know, there always is room to approve like you were talking about, but right. I'm just thankful that God loves me enough to take me through those things mm -hmm. to purify my heart and to get me in a place because ultimately I don't care about any of this stuff. Like I just want Jesus. Right. You know, and, and I've prayed that a whole bunch. It's like, if any of the stuff is ever going to get in my way of me of having a relationship with you, yeah. like, I, I'm out. I don't want right. it. Like, I don't want it at all. Like, I don't ever want to be that short-sighted and that foolish that I'm more interested in the stuff, mm -hmm. whether that's money, material stuff, or influence, or fame, or power, like, any of that stuff. I just don't want any of it. I don't, I don't ever want to get to a place where my character is not strong enough to be able to handle what he's entrusted or given us. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I think this is the only place to start this conversation is yeah. where's our heart, you know, doing that, that work or and just even a simple prayer of Lord reveal to me what's in my heart that I don't yep. know. Yeah. Help me make sure that I am always putting you first um, to move forward in this. Cause I, yeah, if you, if you love God, then that is your heart's desire. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, I believe. Yep. So with that, I think I think that's a good place to uh to end that. If you need more, we can chat, we can email. All right. So with that, uh let's dive into these ten golden rules of becoming a millionaire. Shall <laughs> okay. we? Yep. All right. So number one on this list, and I'll have a link to this down in the description. Uh, podcast description. Uh, or you can find this article, but it was on MSN. And um, anyway, first one on this list is never spend more than you make ever. Ever. This uh, is, is it... the age-old um, standard yeah. personal finance advice that so many people just love to dismiss. And, oh, it's too basic. <laughs> Give me the more whatever, complex, mm -hmm. money-saving hack, whatever, all the stuff. But... Um, you know, it sounds a lot like our number 100 rule yeah. that we followed. Well, and you, you've you said before about this, like, there's not a lot of one-size-fits-all financial mm. advice, but yep. this is this is it. This is it. Because it this doesn't matter. This is the one thing. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how much you make uh, or how little, you know, to be honest. Right. Like, this is it. This is mm -hmm. the one thing. So, boom, done. See you next week. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we can talk about this for hours, but... You know, hours and you, hours. You understand. The point <laughs> is, is that if you want to move forward financially, you can't spend more than you make. Right. Um, if you need help with that, check out our website, keep listening to our podcast, read our book. There's right. a lot of different things we can do to kind of help with that. Mm -hmm. All right. Moving on to number two. Point number two avoid debt like the plague. There you go. I think this is a really good one. Um, because, and I think what, yeah, and this is where like so much of this works like a snowball rolling down two sides of a mountain. So it's like you're either, you know, and I was just thinking about this last night when you were saying something, but with your finances, there is no neutral. You're either mm. moving forward or you're moving backwards. Mm. There is no like neutral ground. Interesting. And 
And ultimately, it comes down to it comes back to the first point we just mentioned: never spend more than you earn. But what happens is, if you're spending more than you earn, then you're in getting debt. Okay, you're right. adding on consumer debt, credit card debt, or whatever. And you're getting worse. Yeah. 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 And and so you're building, you're setting yourself backwards because now I'm paying for whatever the thing is. In your case, shoes. In my case, guitars. Whatever. Mm -hmm. I'm paying for this item that I didn't have money to buy initially for years and years to come. Right. And then I'm paying a whole lot more because of the interest. And so you're just getting behind. And this is obvious. Like anyone listening, is, you're like, I know that. You don't. You're not telling me anything new. But it's important to just see it for the truth that it is mm -hmm. and um, and let that be, you know, part of our decision-making process as we're, as we're making decisions. Like, right. this is such an important part to becoming a millionaire that I think so many people uh, just dismiss. It's like, well, I just need to make more money. Like, no, but this is an essential part, mm -hmm. you know, because if you're making a bunch of money but you have all those tons of debt or if you're spending more than you earn, like, you're... You're not going to get there. Right. And I remember talking to Chris and Andrea, Peach, Chris Peach. Um, I don't remember what episode that is, but they were talking about how they were making a good amount of money, but they had so many expenses that they could never move forward. Yep. So she was a newscaster. He was a firefighter. And she, she said that they were just, because of her job, she felt like she needed to drive a certain car. And she needed to have a certain type of clothes and she needed her hair to look a certain way and a certain type of makeup. You know, all these things that were just adding up and their house needed to be a certain way. And, you know, because in her mind, in order to prove that she was, you know, yeah. worthy of this job, she needed everything to be a certain way. Um, and they kind of just broke out of that and they were like, what if it doesn't have to be a certain way? Yeah. What if we just start slashing expenses like crazy and they got themselves out of debt that way? Yeah. And it was, I mean, it's a pretty crazy story. So. Yeah. So anyway, point. yeah. Point is. Avoid debt like the plague. Yeah. All Number right. three. Number three. Buy when everyone's freaking out and sell when everyone thinks they can't lose. Ooh, you were actually just talking about this. When? Yesterday. You were telling me what you were going to sell and what oh, we were yeah. going to buy with it. Yep. Yeah, which I don't think I'll get into in this episode. Into the details. So it's an investment that um, right. we talk about it in our 10X course. The reason I don't want to talk about it right now is just because you won't have all the context and it's going to take too long to kind of pull the pieces <laughs> well, together. Well, and it so, might change. Honestly, it might change Yeah. by the time you're listening to this, depending on when you're able to listen to it. But, I mean, that was exactly the point you were making is you were like, well, we have this asset and it's actually, you know, I can sell this for a good amount and there's nowhere for it to really go but down. But this other asset we could buy and... And a lot of people aren't really interested in it right now. Right. Because, <laughs> yeah, even though you can see the long-term poten potential yeah. of it, um, people aren't interested. So... But I this mean, is so true. Like, because just in the last year... We've watched the stock market drop a whole lot. The real estate market has come down a good bit. Mm. The crypto market has dropped a ton. And it's so funny, like, just the headlines and what people are talking about, how much it's changed. Yeah. You know, from just a little over a year ago, um, the number of people that were excited about investing in stocks or excited about investing in crypto, it's just are so different. quiet now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because there were so many people when the market was just going up, it's like everybody's like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna start investing in stocks. I'm gonna start investing in crypto. I'm gonna." 
because it's hard to lose money, or so people thought. Mm. <laughs> and then the market turned. A lot of people lost a lot of money. Um, and then now it's much more at a place where it's like, now's actually much better time to and start can, investing. Can we just touch on that? Because we were talking about um, someone that we had seen get really excited about one specific avenue. And mm -hmm. you were like, I have seen this happen over and over and over again. And, you know, when you're young, you can't really see it as well as when you, you know, after you've lived some life, which yeah. we've done a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. But, yeah, I just want you to talk a little bit more about that, of how, how can you spot these things? Like, what are the things that you're looking for in the, I've seen this happen over and over again, and somebody's putting all their eggs in that basket, but that might not be the best idea. Well, I mean, so you're talking about a specific investment, I guess. And yeah, and I think that's just what's so important about understanding um, the risk, you know, payoff kind of ratio mm -hmm. of any investment that you make and and just seeing it holistically and seeing it for what it is. And, and I think there's just too many people that are just they only uh, see the investment. They only see the upside. They yeah. don't see the downside. And you have to be protecting your downside. Like mm. you have to be, you know, this is why Warren Buffett famously has this rule where he says he says two rules to investing. Number one is never lose money. Number two is don't forget rule number one. <laughs> and, and and the point is like the way that he invests, he invests in a way that he has such a small chance of losing money. Like he's so much more interested in not losing on an investment than he is having whatever 50x gains mm. with a whatever 70% chance of losing. And and I think most investors don't think that way, especially new investors, because they just think, I want like similar to a lottery ticket thinking. Mm. It's like I want this instant thing that's just gonna make everything disappear and completely change my life. Right. And the slow and steady. Like, is the thing that does mm -hmm. that, you know? Yeah. But, well, and one of the things I remember, we went to their annual meeting several years ago. Berkshire Hathaway <laughs> yeah, and Warren Buffett's company. Before yeah. we had kids. And one of the things that they said was, it's not that we make so many good, that we have a lot of good ideas. It's just that we've avoided stupidity. Yeah. And I think that that, that is such an so interesting way in that, yeah. to look at it. Just try to avoid stupidity. Yeah, so he's, he's said stuff like that a lot where he said... Um, I mean, basically, he says an investor, like, you only have to get it right three or four times, like, on some, you know, to really hit yeah. a home run. I mm -hmm. think he used that analogy, like, hit a home run three or four times over the course of your life to be wildly successful. Uh, but at the same time, like, you can make one mistake and undo everything, mm -hmm. you know? So so that, that just ties into what he was saying, this yeah. idea of you need to avoid mistakes. Do what you can do to avoid mistakes. Right. You know, big part of that is just... Getting educated on what you're investing in. Know mm -hmm. and understand the risks. Know and understand the upside potential. And know and understand the long-term view of it. Um, yeah. Well, and also just not, don't put everything you have on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> red number <Yeah>. seven. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But back to point number three, buy when everyone's freaking out and when everyone thinks, or sell when everyone thinks they can't lose. Because there's this thing where, yeah, like I said, we've just seen this with some of the markets. Like, you know, again, Warren Buffett again um, said, be fearful when others are greedy and greedy when others are fearful. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. And by greedy, I mean, it basically means buy, you know, when everybody else is running. Right. Running for the um, So, yeah. And this is just, as someone who's invested for on my way to 20 years now, like I've just seen this over and over and over again. Yeah. Best time to buy is not when everyone, when your brother-in-law and you know, <laughs> mailman saying, oh, yeah, invest in this stock. Like, that's just not the time to do it. Mm. It's the opposite. When all the Instagram ads are going. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Probably the worst time. All okay. right, let me get to number four. Number four. Oh, we've got an ad. Oh, this is great. Okay. Oh, here we go. Read it. Ooh, you can either look rich or be rich. What if you want to do both, though? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what I have to say about this one is I have come to you several times, and I have said, I I've fallen into the trap where I went down the Instagram wormhole, and I'm looking at it, and I'm going, Bob, how are these people affording all of this? This one person redoes her home every every other week. She's got a new construction project going on in her home that can't be cheap, right? It's like she's paying thousands of dollars. Oh, and now she wants to redecorate her kid's room that she just decorated a year ago because I guess this is just her content that she has to put out. So it's like there's all of this like super expensive stuff. Oh, now they're putting in a pool and it's not just any pool. It's not just a regular pool. It's not an above ground pool, right? Like it's got all the bells and whistles and then she's got to decorate that. And I'm like, I'm watching it and I'm thinking, how is she affording this? Yeah. Like really, it, and it makes me feel like, I, 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 why don't we have all this stuff? <laughs> and Bob said, Linda, most people aren't living the way we're living with their finances. And I'm, I was like, you're right. That's a really good point. Like a lot of people are just in debt. They just are. And I mean. Well, and back to what you were talking about before um, with Andrea, like where she was, like having to put on an appearance yes, of something. Right. You know, like and, that's so common. And behind the scenes, like they were drowning. Like they felt yep. all this pressure to make more money so that they could pay for this lifestyle. Yeah, so there's so, there, <laughs> there's so much of that going on, the appearance thing of mm -hmm. let's put on this appearance of being super wealthy. But then even if they're not, like even if there is this legitimate huge amount of money coming in where it's like, hey, whatever, so much, I don't even know what to do with it. Like I honestly feel sad for people in that situation. And I'm like, listen, if you've... <laughs> We are not at all the don't buy anything and live like no. a pauper. Yeah, like, it's not at all our message. But at the same time, if I were just spending hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars on decorating our house and whatever, all this stuff every year, like, I would probably, um, I feel bad for someone in that position because, like, assuming that that's where all of their money is going. Because, like, when you think eternally, when you think, when you, when you understand that we're only on this earth for a short amount of time and we're going to die mm -hmm. and we're going to go to heaven. Like all of that is wood, hay, and stubble that's going to get burned up. Yeah. And you have the opportunity to do something with that. And uh, like I just never want to be in a position where when I die, I'm like, oh, man, I wasted all that money mm. on whatever, you know? Well, and also it just seems like it's really unfulfilling. Like, it seems like they have to continue to do it's this. It's a chase, yeah. Yeah, either as, you know, because they think that this is what's going to make them money, which I can't imagine that they're making enough money to just, you know. Anyway, um, 
Maybe maybe they are. I don't know. But it also just feels like you're never you can never get settled. You because you're always chasing yeah, the next no thing. Satisfaction. You just have to like keep going, keep going, keep going, to make sure that it, it just I don't know. That there's just no satisfaction there. Yeah. yeah, and it's and it's no different because like you and I are are dealing with that in aspects and you know hopefully on a much smaller scale with certain things in our life and probably most people listening are I think it's a human condition thing that yeah. we're all dealing with. It's just that when you let it out of control and then the money increases, then it just increases it along increases. with it. yeah. And so the numbers like, become bigger. And like money is an amplifier of your character. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So back to this point, number four, you can either look rich or be rich. Mm -hmm. This comes right straight from Proverbs 13, 7. We're going to be curious. There's one who pretends to be rich yet has nothing at all. Um, another pretends to be poor yet has great wealth. Now, I don't think that... I think this verse is talking about some other things, but I think the point still remains. Um, you know, you can either pretend to be something uh, or actually be that thing, mm -hmm. you know? Right. And so, anyway, just thought that was interesting. All right, so we have a lot to say about these 10 things, so I think we're <laughs> going to break these up into two bits, right? Yeah. Two parts. We'll break it up into two episodes. And uh, so, yeah, so just check back on the next episode for the rest of the 10 golden rules of becoming a millionaire. Mm -hmm. Thanks for joining us on the Seed Time Money podcast. And remember, money isn't the goal, but it's simply a tool to help you fulfill your purpose and your calling. And we'd love to help you achieve true financial freedom faster with our email newsletter. So if you want exclusive money tips and hope-filled encouragement in your inbox, head over to SeedTime.com to get signed up.